Welcome to Karma Radio. My name's Chizzy Rascal, and each week I release a new episode of Karma Radio to our SoundCloud page, featuring some of the best UK talent in the alternative rock scene, plus interviews with the musicians themselves. I've edited these episodes so that we can upload the interviews to Spotify, but if you want to listen to the full thing, including the tracks chosen by our guests and play it out on the show, then head over to our SoundCloud page by searching Karma Radio. You can also download the SoundCloud app and give us a follow so that you never miss an episode. However, if you're stuck for time and just want to hear some of the stories from our guests, you can listen to this section of the show right now on Spotify. Karma Radio with me, Chizzy Rascal, and today my guest is Alex from Rome. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, very good, thanks, man. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Just trying to keep sane. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Uh, are you? Are you in sort of been locked away in your flat the past few months? Where have you been hiding out to? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm currently in the process of moving, so it's been it's been stressful, honestly. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of hiding out, keeping my head down, and cracking on with some work. And then you know, hopefully, all of this is over relatively soon. But I, I have no idea. Have you and the band guys managed to get together and do any like writing, or have you guys been up to much with the band? Yeah. Um. We haven't been able to get together just because. Because uh, a couple of us have, not myself, but Matt's parents are kind of technically classed as vulnerable. Um, right. And I think Miles is too. So we haven't really been able to meet up for that reason because it's just not kind of fair. But we've we've been hanging out and we've been doing Skypes and stuff every now and then and kind of keeping up to date with everything and writing separately, I think, as well. Yeah, that's cool. It must be weird. A bunch of you that are in a band together, you probably spend so much time together. This is probably yeah. the longest time you've ever been apart. <laughs> yeah, this is the longest time I've... I mean, I have seen them separately, kind of like we'd go to the beach occasionally and sit, you know, distanced apart. Yeah. So I have seen them, but it's just not really doable to write because we can't be in a, in a room inside kind of thing. September last year, you guys released your third album, Smile Wide, and you've also yeah. just released a documentary. I'm guessing that was sort of the, the writing of the album and the tour that followed? Uh, not the tour, actually. Just the writing of the album is is the documentary. Uh, the writing and recording of it, I think, is mainly what we went for there. Yeah, and that album, you kind of... I felt you moved a bit more away from... Well, keeping it to the roots, but it was a lot less pop punk I found than the previous two albums. Is that something you guys, yeah, I'm guessing that was quite intentional to mix up the sound and experiment a little bit? Yeah, I think like we're all at an age where maybe pop punk isn't necessarily the kind of music that we all listen to anymore. You know, there are little branches of that that we listen to and, and maybe like avenues it's taken us down. But I don't think anyone's from the band is necessarily sat there listening to pop punk all day every day anymore and so it was kind of nice for us to step away from that a little bit and grow and kind of experiment with finding some stuff that would be just ours you know because i think there's such an oversaturation within the genre and rock music as a whole now that like it's very easy to be part of the noise and not necessarily contribute anything so we wanted to have our own stamp on on that kind of sound that we we've been doing i guess it was kind of unique to us at least yeah no that's cool i find um a lot of bands do that now like, i mean changing up your sound is kind of the thing you've got to do really to sort of stay out on top if you're gonna do the same thing it will you know, die off a little bit. Um, I mean, they'll still be the dedicated fan base, but yeah, definitely a good call to try and mix things up a bit. And then you can still obviously play the, you know, you're still part of a pop punk band in terms of when you play your shows, you've got the old material, fans can, you know, get mad for that. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. really cool. So let's talk about 
some inspirational artists for you then. So think back maybe to a younger age and an yeah. artist which you might have heard of and has inspired you to get into music, start writing and performing yourself. Yeah, I mean, really the the catalyst for this band as a whole, I think, is Sum 41. Everyone was kind of, we obviously we weren't, we didn't grow up together as such. Me and Alex met in school, but uh, secondary school. And I think separately, we'd all been very inspired by Sum 41 at a young age, more so than maybe Blink or some of the other early influences that uh, bands tend to have. Yeah, so I actually have a weird story about it. We, My dad's car broke down and in the rental car that they gave him in the glove box was Sum 41's All Killer No Filler. And I'd never heard anything like that before. And just from that moment on, I was like, yep, that's, that's it. I'm doing that. And I must have been like, I mean, I don't know, because I don't know when that album came out, but I must have been nine or 10, pretty young, I would imagine. Yeah. And so that's kind of the music that has stayed consistent throughout my life in terms of like, uh, that never grows old on me. Nothing nothing they do from the first kind of three albums has ever grown old on me. That's a really cool sort of twist of fate there, that the CD just happened to fall on you. That's really cool. Yeah. Were, you, were you into like the rock band, like any kind of rock bands at the time then as well? Or was this just completely out of the blue? You checked this out and it was like a whole new world for you. Yeah, so I think the thing was, is like when you're eight or nine, 10, I don't know, you'll have to fact check in terms of like what <laughs> age I would have been when that album came out. I don't really know. What year were you born? Let's have a look. I was 1993. Oh, same as me. Okay, so the album came out. 2001 so we would have been eight years old right perfect so i'm not lying <laughs> that's given that the, the cd was in there the year of release but uh, around then anyway <laughs> at that kind of age at that kind of age you you don't really have your own kind of musical preferences you just listen to what your parents listen to and what maybe the the radio plays and so at that time in, in my life, it was very much Alanis Morissette and all that kind of stuff that my parents were listening to that was pretty much just radio music of the 90s and early yeah. noughties. So no, there there wasn't really a great deal of rock music in my life, maybe like Gwen Stefani and, and No Doubt and stuff like that. But that's, I mean, you know, it's still very pop orientated. Yeah, yeah. But that example there kind of crosses, does it, like they, they fall so well into the rock scene as well as the kind of the poppy radio side yeah. of it. So yeah, that was my first real like me and my dad kind of put it in one day and went for a drive and we're just like opened the glove box saw this cd put it in and we're just like what is this this is so this is amazing i think previous to that the only other thing i'd heard was a band called suicide machines who actually they only have one album that i ever liked the rest of it was scar and i fucking hate scar <laughs> Just before this, I went through your Twitter and I did like the Scar tweet because I, I fucking hate Scar. Oh my God. <laughs> like, what do you have to... Why do you listen... Why would anyone listen to that? Why would you choose to put that in your ears, the fucking trumpets and... I then can't guitar stand it. Shout out to uh, my friend Gabby, though. She loves Scar and uh, we yeah, always tease well. her for it. <laughs> Rightly so. They should be, um, be penalised, people who like Scar. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, I mean, they're... They had an album called Steal This Record, and that's really cool. I think there probably is Scar in it, and if I look back, I probably would hate it now, but <laughs> at the time, I liked it. Cool. All right, well, so should we play a track off of All Killer No Filler then? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Rhythms, just because the way that song comes in is one of those things where when you've listened to that album as much as I did, you just know that that song's coming on next, and you do the little drum fill into it. Cool. All right, so from All Killer No Filler, this is Sum 41 with Rhythm.
is Karma Radio. So now we're going to talk about favourite artists. I don't know if you like okay. yourself. I can never quite pinpoint it down to one. So we can have a, we can go over a few if you like, and then we'll pick one to play. Yeah. Are we talking all-time favourite, or are we talking favourite right now, or? Because I think the thing is with music is obviously you go through kind of phases of what you're into and and so, so yeah, which one are we Let's we go for? for, we'll talk a couple of favourites, but then let's go for favourite right now and then we'll play out the favourite right now one. Okay, let me, uh, let me pull it up. So there's this band that I discovered. Um, I think they're probably very big. Consider, like when I say I discovered this band, they're not like an underground band, but maybe <laughs> yeah. in the UK they are, um, called Mount Joy. And their stuff is so good. And this is what I kind of mean where I say, like, we're not all kind of listening to that pop punk sound as much anymore. So there's a song called Astro Van by Mount Joy. And that is just such a good vibe. And the chorus is amazing. It's just like a really, like, you know how kind of Catfish and the Bottle Men came along with this sound and you were just like, I didn't know I needed that. That's how I feel about Mount Joy. They have like a real... James Bay slash Catfish and the Bottle Men slash kind of, yeah, I don't know, even like John Mayer at times vibe. Yeah. How did you uh, get yourself into them? Was it just like a Spotify shuffle one day or did someone recommend yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I think like really whenever I listen to music now, I'm pretty much just hitting shuffle or like, you know, you can do the radio function where you say like, oh, I like this artist, so play their radio and it plays stuff that sounds like them. I haven't really been as anal with Spotify as I'd like to and, and listed all the, you know, how you can like save artists and playlists and yeah. whatever. I don't, I don't really do that. So every time I open it, I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I usually just type an artist and then hit their radio thing. Yeah, I've, my, mine's a bit of a mess because like, if someone recommends an artist, I'll search it and then I won't listen to it. But if it's, if it's in my search, that's to like remind myself to check it out later. And then I never yeah. do. So then when I go to want to listen to something quickly, I'm like, who the hell are all these artists? Yeah, and, and they um, go, did you check out this? And you go, yeah. oh. You... But yeah, I, I fall asleep to my Spotify as well. So even my daily playlists are like a mess because it's stuff that I've never listened to. So I'm like, why is this on there? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I fell asleep to like some weird whale noises or something. Wow, okay. Yeah, I have a, I have a rain app that just plays rain sounds when I go to sleep because I'm like, I'm insane. Like I hear one noise outside and I'm outside with a torch in my dressing gown. <laughs> what was that? I, I, I tell you what, I've got a good recommendation for you. If you like falling asleep to like playlists and things, uh, my friend recommended a podcast called Boring Books for Bedtime. And right. literally exactly what it is says on the tin, like it's boring books. Like there's one about like home decorating and paint and crap like that. But the, the the people that read it have like such soothing, soft voices. And obviously it's designed to be listened to at bed. It's not like they're like reading it like, holy shit, like there's this new tool and hardware stuff. Like it's really soft and it's so good. I recommend checking that out. Yeah, I'll try that tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to really struggle falling asleep, but recently I think I've been way better. But yeah, I still need some kind of white noise, like a fan or something so that I can fall asleep. Otherwise, I'm just like, like I said, out my window with yeah. fucking giant torch. Like, come on. Do you uh, do you live on a busy road? No, I actually live in the middle of nowhere, which makes it worse because if I hear anything, I know that there shouldn't be noises. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a yeah good point. Like if someone says like, Michael Myers outside or something. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm moving in the next two weeks to a busy road, so I don't know how that flip's going to be. I'm going to end up like at the window constantly as people walk past. <laughs> no, I think you'll get used to it quick. We 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 hear like sirens and loud bangs outside our flat, and because it's so common, I don't even think to check. Like I wake up the next day, and my housemate would be like, "Did you hear that 
and noise outside or there was a fight outside and I'm like no I just totally ignored it so yeah you'll yeah, get used to that as well, like living in a place where you expect noises I'm just like oh one of my neighbours can kill the robber like I, I don't need to kill the robber today someone <laughs> else can <laughs> someone else will do it for me yeah your neighbour just picks up his paper the next day of blood all over his hands yeah but if he sorted <laughs> it out then fair play to him yeah fuck it not your problem anymore he's done it <laughs> yeah he can come over and I'll make him some croissants or something <laughs> Now is the fun one because this is where you get to draw a wild card and you can pick literally any song for any reason. Just to give you a bit of an example of some of the ones we've had in the past, I think uh, one of, someone picked the Eurovision song, which I can't stand. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's a song. I, I hate would, it I so much. <laughs> we had this Lizzie Farrell on and she picked one. Oliver Tree, but that was a good one. I liked that. I'm guessing this is mainly like alternative music here i'm looking through spotify my i share it with my girlfriend and there's uh disney sing your heart out disney's greatest volume three Disney's greatest volume one you can pick anything it's the wild card it doesn't have to be in the alternative genre at all well those those weren't my suggestions (laughs) (laughs) what's your favorite uh disney song then um let's have a look i think anything by phil collins is just like the second you hear his voice you're like yep you're my father. Like, <laughs> uh, God, what on earth is that one? These are deep cuts. Like, oh, here we go. Strangers Like Me by Phil Collins. You Got a Friend in Me is absolutely the one by Randy Newman. He, he has some dark stuff, though. If you go on his discography, he has songs about hating short people. And, like, he's... <laughs> He's got some fucked up stuff in in his past. He seems like someone that I I wouldn't be surprised if they were already cancelled for like something they've done in the past. I think he's got grandfather rights though, where like he's so old and people <laughs> love him for the story that he can just be horrible to short people. And it's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my other favourite artist, like of all time, alongside that we won, would have to John Mayer, and I'm gonna choose "Still Feel Like Your Man" by John Mayer. It's a song about him missing Katy Perry which I think is just like the craziest thing that you get to have that insight into their relationship through a song and you know that it's about both of these like massive celebrities This is Karma Radio yeah so yeah thank you for coming on the show today it's been a pleasure meeting you via zoom yeah yeah how's how's life for you what do you you kind of do this full time yeah so i started last year with this brand just doing live shows we had holding absence for our first ever show it was a sellout in bristol so started with some good success yeah had some good plans for this year which have all like everyone else completely fallen apart so i was like well what can we do and I wanted to do a radio show. That's awesome, man. Good to hear that you've kind of changed things around and and uh, pivoted during this time because I, I see a lot of people just going, oh, well, my, my thing doesn't work anymore because people can't be in contact and whatever and then they just kind of give up and like there's there's always a way to make something work. Yeah, that's yeah, that's always been my attitude, really. I don't like, I can't just sit around and do nothing. Like even just spending this much time in my flat is driving me mad. So it's like I need something yeah, to like focus on, you know. That's my problem right now. Is like I'm living, I'm living uh, at home, working at home, eating at home, 
everything is in like two two rooms yeah. like, my whole day is in two rooms and then obviously you don't really socialize so it's like oh, yeah it's killer but i think we're getting there hopefully yeah we're, we're lucky where i live in bristol a lot of my friends live quite close by so we we have been able to sort of do you know the social distance hangs and stuff so it's getting yeah. better is is you know the past few weeks have been a lot better than the past few months but there's still you know the worry of not knowing what's ahead isn't it yeah yeah definitely but yeah let's end on a on a more positive note what's the um i mean i would say what's the plans for the band but you guys aren't gonna have a clue because no one knows when you can start yeah. again what on earth is the plans for the band that's the thing like it's for, for the first time i just have no idea i have no idea like realistic shows aren't going to be safe until like May next year and I think even then people are going to be scared to go you know like I just I have no idea really yeah I was chatting with uh we had Finn from Delaire the Liar last week and we were saying there needs to be like the next thing so we've, we've had uh live streams that was going quite well but we need something else now so <laughs> yeah. trying to work out what that next thing is we need like holograms to come out of people's laptops so that they feel like they're in the in the room that'd be cool we need to get bill gates on that once he's done injecting us with microchips yeah i'll send him an email me, me and him are like this <laughs> you talk a lot with bill yeah loads of times it just uh yeah. his email address is quite public it's just bill at microsoft.com he responds to everyone that's pretty nice i might send him an email <laughs> he's got some cash for me <laughs> yeah do it um yeah cool alex i'll uh, i'll let you go but thanks for talking to me today and i'll catch you again soon all right cheers ryan cheers man bye, bye, bye.